0: Allah says in the Quran, he says, So number one I shared with you is that when you hear the hadith of the Prophet you need to believe you can quit the sin. That's one, believe you can. Number two, Allah says in the Quran, those who struggle in our path, we will guide them to the right path. Some ulama say this means If you do the obligations, the wajibat, the reward of it is that Allah will protect you from the prohibitions, the haram. Allahu Akbar. I remember one time I was speaking to a brother who had a really bad habit, something that is haram. So I told him to to come along to, to perform salah. What did he tell me? He said, when I stop the haram, I will start the salah. But that's not how it should work. Allah says in the Quran, اتلو ما اوحي إليك من الكتاب واقم الصلاة Allah says, establish salah why? What's the fruit? إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَى عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ صلاة pushes away any vulgar language, behavior, any filth. So you coming to salah is what will help you quit the haram. This is a trick from shaitan to you and to, to myself. Oh, how, thi- how do you think you can show up to salah to the masjid when you do one, two, and three? Oh, you're a munafiq and a hypocrite. How can you show up and give that sadaqah and that donation when you do such and such and such? So you're like, when I stop this, I will do that. La, to stop this, do that. Perform the salah, do the ta'at, do the good deeds. It will protect you from the haram as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described. That's something for all of us to be, okay, pay close attention to. Not just this. Rasulullah Sallallahu told you to quit it, you have to believe in yourself and believe what Allah has put in you. Number two, to stop the haram, make sure you do the wajibat, the obligations. Number three, you have to remember there's a punishment. I have to be honest. And if the reward is not working, if this is not helping, then we have to know that there's consequences to that sin. For example, when it comes to bribing people. Here in North America, and Allah Ta'ala knows best, you can live your life without the need to bribe. May Allah protect us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. So Rasulullah says, the one who falls into bribe, Allah's curse is on them. What does La'an mean? At-tard an-rahmatillah. You will see no mercy from Allah if you get involved into the bribing aspect and so on. This is serious stuff. So think of the punishment that may happen to that individual, to yourself or to myself, when we perform the haram. You know, one of the mashayikh, subhanAllah, he says, if the one thing you can think of as a consequences of watching the haram or looking at the haram, is the punishment will be, is that you will not see Allah in Jannah. Is that not enough of a motive to stop the haram? Allah says in the Quran, Allah says in the Quran, la mahjubun." One of the punishments, the severest of punishment to the disbelievers is that they will not see Allah. Them knowing that is so painful, perhaps nothing is equal to it and Allah knows best. So when you see this and you're saying, you know what, I'm gonna watch this, but the expense may be jeopardizing you saying, Allah, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is this worth it? So think of the punishment. And number four, look at people that did such a great job during such difficult times some of us may say we live here in the united states haram is very accessible you have this store here to go to this thing to click on and watch this thing to buy and do so and so yeah now nowadays it's tough no let me tell you uh, someone who had it tougher than all of us put together Someone who had it so tough, yet he passed insha'Allah. Someone Allah has put in the Quran for you and I to look up to and learn and be inspired by. And that's step number four. Look at those who struggled and how they passed. And of the greatest of examples, the ulama say from the Quran to show someone who had an opportunity of haram yet turned it down was none other than Yusuf The story is detailed, it's long. But to summarize, Yusuf السلام, to show you how easy it was to commit the haram he was a stranger okay why is that point important when you're a stranger no one cares much about you when the president sneezes or he picks his nose may allah protect you all forgive me they will be on the news he touched his nose he did this the way he looked the way he walked oh you see how he tripped news breaking news because he is not a stranger he's known to the most people on earth but when you're a stranger, you can be on the floor, or whatever, jumping around, acting weird, no one will care much about you. So committing haram is a lot easier. Yusuf السلام, was not just a stranger, he was away from family. No mom, no dad, no brother, no sister, no one. So it makes it even easier. You going to commit to haram in Chicago or in New York is a lot easier than here because there are a lot of people that know you. Okay, not just that, he was a very handsome man. Gorgeous, as Rasulullah ﷺ explained. All of this, he was young and he was strong. Now, you go make it worse. The one who was trying to seduce him was a wonderful looking lady, the wife of the financial minister. You want to make it worse? She's the one seducing him, not him running after her. She said, Hay talak in the Quran, I'm all yours. You want to get it worse? She made it in a way that she locked all the doors and she locked all the windows, no one can see, no one can hear. So the location, the age, the atmosphere, everything is set up. It doesn't get any more difficult. But look to what Yusuf Alayhi salam did. Three things, may Allah allow me, Ya Rab, and allow you all to remember the three things he did. Number one, he said, "Ma'adullah." Allah. A'udhu Billah. What does it say, mean? I seek Allah's refuge. Yusuf Alayhi from the first moment he realized I cannot do this myself. Human capacity is almost impossible. Allahu Akbar. So number one, I need God. I need Allah. So anytime you struggle through anything, through any avenue, haram or the halal or the wajib or the salah or waking up, you need Allah. No one here is a tough guy. I'm telling you, I'm no tough guy. You're not a tough guy. We're all weak. We're all poor, no matter how much money and power and influence you have. الفقراء, poor people to Allah. And you have to realize that. And that's Prophet Yusuf. Number one, Na'ad Allah. Allah, help me, Allah. Ya Allah, help me. Please acknowledge that. It's very important. When you humble yourself to Allah, Allah elevates you. Number two, Innahu Rabbi Ahsana Mathwai. He said, Allah has honored me. I was thrown into a well. I faced death. I was sold as a slave. And now I'm working in the financial minister's palace in Egypt. This is my thank you back to Allah. This is my thank you back to Allah. That now I will use my, my good looks, my strength, my age, all that stuff, my eloquency in speech to do that major sin, is this my thank you back? And please remember that. Next time we're about to watch something that is haram, you say, is this my thank you back to Allah for the eye he gave me? When you're about to listen to backbiting and gossiping, you say, that's your thank you back to Allah for your hearing? So you tell Allah in a nice way, you tell yourself, is this my thank you back? La. You're in the United States, alhamdulillah, generally if your thank you back to Allah is you go to haram stores? Allah gave you a house that is safe and sound. So you will use your bedroom and the computer in the haram. Is this your thank you back? Rabbi ahsana <inaudible> And you try the example based on each one of us. Number three, Yusuf alayhi salam, what did he do? He says, <inaudible> may Allah protect us. He remembered the punishment. He says, innahu <inaudible> la He realized if I do it, there's punishment. I'm an oppressor. Allah gave me these blessings, I used it against them لا في عقاب. So one of the ways to push you from the haram No, there's a punishment to it